Hi guys, and welcome back to Bezel Banter, a podcast that covers all our favorite topics, including travel, various gear, and uh, actually mainly watches uh, lately. So um, my name is Leslie. And I'm Ernesto. And this is episode 15 today. We are going to talk about the color green and the trend of green dial watches. Yes. Um, you know, it's interesting because who would thought that green would be a trend for watch colors for, for the uh, dials? Yeah. yeah. I know. It's um, blue. We kind of saw that coming, but green, not so much. Uh, and, right. and over time, uh, I mean, I remember where the time where green was not a popular color at all. Yeah, but it seems like it's almost everywhere. Yeah, now, yeah. And now it's everywhere, yeah. yeah. Uh, almost every brand has one. But yeah. you know what? Before we start delving deep into this topic, <laughs> why don't we just take a couple of seconds here? And Leslie, if you wouldn't mind, what are you wearing on your wrist today? Well, today I'm wearing my Corono Mori. Of course, we're talking about green dial watches. So, of course, I had to wear this one. Representing. Yes, Look at you. That's awesome. Yes. What about you? <laughs> I am wearing a Seiko 5. This is the limited edition. It's the Blanca version of the Street Fighter. Those are those nice. fun watches that Seiko came out with recently to, to pay yeah, homage to the Street Fighter series back in the day. So, yeah. That's so cool. Talk about a badass watch, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very, awesome. very green. Very bright green. It is very green and there's some oranges and yellows. It is just a loud watch today. So that's that's my persona today. I feel like Blanca in itself and I'm just ready to go ahead and tear this episode up. Let's do it. Awesome. <laughs> well, you know, Leslie, I'm just thinking when this episode launches, it's going to be Wednesday, February 17th. For those of you out there that don't have a green dial watch yet, you've got about a month. To go ahead and pick one up before St. Patrick's Day, right? Yes. <laughs> hey, good thinking. That's true. Yeah. Instead of the traditional like green clothes or uh, you can definitely wear a green watch. That's perfect. Nobody will pinch you if you're wearing a green watch. That's true. As we said earlier, it seems like there are many, many more brands out there making uh, green dial yeah. watches. Um, and so I just wanted to see if we can take a few minutes today just to talk a little bit about some of the green dial watches that have caught your attention um, if I'm not mistaken, you have one green dial watch mm. as I do as well. And so if there were opportunities to bring in green dial watches, what would some of those watches be? Yeah, there's, again, you're asking me to, <laughs> there's so many, <laughs> but it's really funny because now everyone is into green watch. And I remember, um, when was it about five years ago? Not even not even honestly we uh no one could sell that hulk and it was a very loud watch we're talking about you know like bright green and it's not what people had in mind at all when they were thinking about a watch and a dive watch and this was an anniversary so yeah sure the um the kermit was um was a cool looking one but it was still he still had a black dial the green was very uh, very soft uh, and it right. was really for watch guys. Watch guy new anniversary, Rolex, great. Um, but we were not seeing that many. And the demand for the Hulk and, and that green sub, very, like, almost non-existent, right? Um, so How long ago was this? About how many years ago was this? Uh, let's see. It was around that time where I bought my um, uh, my sub. So... 
I would say 2018. Okay. Yeah. Pretty recent then. It was very recent. Two, yeah. three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It was very recent. So I would say like, yeah, four years ago for sure. Um, yeah. We had several like in the case, several and, you know, in the safe. Uh, same thing with all of the other, you know, Rolex steel. Um, mm-hmm. But no one was interested in that green. It was just too loud. And I thought it was different. And it's always easier with women wearing colors. So I feel like we... Um, we're used to um, play with colors a little bit more and we're not as um, conservative with what we, we wear because, you know, in fashion, there's, there's just more for women. At least they were, there was more. So um, I remember I was like, oh, that's such a great looking one. It's different. But no one was interested. And little by little, we know how things started to unfold. And um, now it's, well, now it's discontinued. But before I was, it was one of the most difficult uh, Rolex to get. Yeah, that's that would be actually one of the watches that have caught my eye. Mm. Was, I was interested in bringing that into mm. my collection. Mm. Um, you know, I don't think it's because of the discontinuation. I don't think it's going to end up being in my collection. But that is those are one of those watches that really caught my eye because, of course, you guys know I like divers. Leslie endearingly calls me a Rolex fanboy. Um, and so <laughs> between that, the green, that's true. That, yeah. And so between those things, I mean, yeah, that, that Hulk is definitely something yeah. that I wanted in my collection. That's definitely. Yeah. And do you know, eye. by the way, why green is Rolex color? So this is what I was um, taught or uh, uh, trained on. Like I went, you know, went to some training with, with Rolex. So uh, Ro- Rolex picked green as its, special color it's because hans wildorf's wife was irish and so it was a sort of homage to her roots and we all think of rolex you know green green for the money right uh success at least it's very american to associate green with money and success um but i was taught that no it was because of um of hans wildorf's wife who was irish and that he um yeah he made it it's uh it's color that is some great trivia, Leslie. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So if there was a green dial watch to add to your collection, what would, what would, what, and just note that I'm not limiting numbers. I'm not oh, saying like top okay. three. <laughs> okay. So I, it's just, I'm not putting any pressure on you today. <laughs> Good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Quite welcome. Well, first I would get the Corona because, and I'm so glad that I was lucky to have it. This is absolutely stunning. It has a very bright emerald um, green, uh, kind of like sunburst a little bit, um, yeah, dial. Um, and it's one of the nicest green I've, I've ever seen, honestly. So there would be this one. Nice. Um, then I'm thinking uh, one of my favorite green for watches too is that green on the uh, Aquanauts. Oh, yeah. That one caught my eyes. It's like more of, and, and I really love how it's a military green. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the case, if I'm not uh, mistaken, is in white gold. So you have like, um, and I really love that. You have the bracelet. It's a rubber bracelet, military green color for the dial and the bracelet. And then the case is in white gold, and it's a Patek Philippe. Uh, I, I don't know. I love the play of like both uh, styles together. Uh, so this one really, when they announced it, uh, I was like. Wow, that's that's one I'd wear. That's definitely a cool piece. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to put this out there, but like if I was to choose between an Aquanaut or a Nautilus, I would pick an Aquanaut 
hands down and put a bracelet on there. I'm good to go. I mean, that's just, that's just me. I, you know what? I would keep, I I think I would pick the Aquanet too. I I love both very, very much. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're both Um, great. Yeah. I would keep the Aquanet though on the, uh, on the rubber. Yes. But, um, yeah, I, I think I like the Aquanet. A little more. The only reason why I was saying the bracelet, because, well, we've talked about how we like acquiring watches. So the bracelet, <laughs> I, I would start with the bracelet and just throw the rubber strap yes. on all the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Same. Same thing. As It just makes more sense to have it, you know, the complete set. You know, you don't have to look for anything else. Everything is there. And it's like, I think, the collector spirit. You just want everything. Uh, everything. 100%. Yeah. 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 So definitely. I can go on and on. Green, anything Moser too. Mm-hmm. Huge fan. I have a little preference for the Swiss Alp concept watch in, in like the case in general. That's it. But uh, give me anything green fume from Moser and I'll be the happiest. No, that's cool. You know, I've mentioned this watch before too. And it's that Oris uh, Diver 65. It's a collaboration they did with that yes. Momotara. Oh, man. I mean, it's just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that dial with that gradient green, oh, there's something about that. And then you throw in the the bronze mm. bezel in there. Sure. And some of you guys that follow me on Instagram, you guys know I just picked up a, a Vertex 75 bronze. And yeah, I, I'm really enjoying that piece. It's a, it's a cool. And so I don't know, I, that bronze is kind of in my head, but that particular Oris kind of cool yeah yeah you've talked about it uh quite often and that bronze vertex i'm so glad you got it because it's so it's one of my favorite bronze i'm so so glad you got it Uh, it's it's really amazing um thanks and i love the history behind the brand and the watch in itself and the brand itself i mean i know um you were like in great contact with them and they have like a great follow-up and uh like vertex is very customer oriented customer service oriented yeah they're definitely focused on their customers they just want to make sure that you become part of the vertex family and the fact that uh you know that you're taken care of yeah and there is some rich history behind that brand being one of the dirty dozen watches but um yeah, we'll have to go ahead and talk a little bit more about them on a different episode since this one's specifically about green dials. We no, got. we'll have an episode on pilots because I'm very adamant on that. I love pilots watches, so yeah, we'll have one. Love we'll it. Talk about it. That yeah. sounds like a yeah. That sounds like a great plan. Yeah, yeah. And cool. and talking about bronze watches, so you know over time it develops that uh, patina and it's called like uh, the oxidation is called vert de gris. So mm-hmm. I was reading about you know the color green and uh, green paint. Well, they used to use that verdigris to make uh, some sort of like paint for manuscripts or to, to just, you know, paint whatever, paintings, um, even toys and things like that. So uh, they were using this to make paint. Uh, and I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, but, yeah that is but, pretty neat. Yeah, I know. And, and I was reading more about, uh, about that kind of stuff because maybe it's my background in, you know, fine art and art history. I don't know. Um, apparently... Green paint was extremely top toxic. No matter which paint they would use over time, like uh, uh, it was extremely toxic. Uh, and uh, interesting. Yeah, people would get <laughs> sick if they were. They, they they would find some sort of like correlation about like you know kids or even people like if they were like living in in or sleeping in a room that was uh, painted in green uh, that they would become sick. Uh, so it'd be like, huh. But they never, never really occurred to them until, like you know, pretty recently. Um, 
that yeah, um, that pain was toxic. I'll I'll post more about it because I thought it was interesting. Just to confirm with everybody, <laughs> if you do live in a house with a green room, I think you're safe now. I just <laughs> yes, wanna, I don't want to freak are. any of our oh, listeners no, no, no. out. I yeah, mean, we're talking okay. about like oh my gosh, like yeah, quite a few hundred years ago. So okay, good. Yeah. Everybody's safe. Yes. Go yeah. back into your rooms. <laughs> I know because I just painted like my uh, my living room like uh, a dark like a uh, dark green. So, uh oh, you're fine. <laughs> I, I yeah I am yeah now everything's good. But yeah back cool. then um, and and I'm talking about like um, let me f- find out uh, like yeah the 1400s. So so yeah it's been a while. It's been yeah. a while like yeah like we're talking about Middle Ages. Yeah, and green I didn't know was also the color of the devil back then so now it's the color of like nature and hope and money and um but it wasn't always yeah such a great color apparently i'm amazed that i'm amazed at some of this trivia you're throwing out here about the color green <laughs> I, I i like that stuff all I got on the color green was like there was this frog from the Muppet Show. He was singing about like how tough it was being green, and you're coming out with some legit trivia. <laughs> it's not really watch related because now we don't use that for for watches. But speaking of watch related, yes, I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna bring go us back. back. <laughs> so I think was it you that or was it me? Yes, you were talking about the Momotaro and, um, you know, bronze watches, and then we uh, sidetracked. That's right. So you're next. <laughs> I did sidetrack. <laughs> oh, okay. We're doing like back and forth. Okay. Makes sense. Um, so next one. Uh, well, didn't I? Because I said two, and you only said one, no? Okay, you're getting technical. So if it's my turn, I'm going to throw a segue in here that we just talked about a bronze watch. Another one that I just saw very recently, I was over at my AD over in Orlando mm-hmm. and just kind of browsing around. And it was actually the first time I've been into a watch dealer, mm-hmm. into a brick and mortar store. Shout out to, try to uh, Kevin, watches. by the way. It was really amazing. Yo, Kevin and Chris. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and so I was out there and I, and I saw, I was working with Kevin on this stuff and I saw this Longines legend diver in bronze. And I was like, wow, that just caught my eye. A couple of things that I really liked about that watch is it's bronze, number one. So there's going to be some patina involved Mm -hmm. with regards Mm -hmm. to it getting in the water. It's a diver. And then I've been recently talking about super compressors. The other thing that caught my eye, not just the fact that it's got this really deep green color, Mm -hmm. but this particular watch doesn't have a date on it and so historically when these legend divers came out back in the i want to say in the 60s when they first came out they didn't have a date and then much more recently when they came out with reissues and in more modern times they put a date on it well this particular bronze doesn't have a date so i love the fact that they went back and kind of you know um homage their history yeah 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 i did too i know you really enjoy that um yeah. you know it's as close to the original or it's like historically uh, accurate i do I, that was not on my radar at all those pushers are nice they're pretty wild and then yeah, the, both of I'm them are screw down right now 
Oh, I like how polished it is, like the polish on it. And what's neat about it is the back is actually titanium. It's a fairly light watch. It makes me think of so a little bit of the Mont Blanc. They made some also in bronze lately. Mm-hmm. They were really nice with some like somewhere at that um, green, um, darker green dial as well. The neat thing about that particular green on that dial is it almost fades to black mm. as you go yeah. into the outer edges. And so to me, it's like, and we, we talked a little bit about this is like green dial watches look cool just by themselves. But when you mix it with a case that's either bronze or gold, yeah. man, it just makes that pop. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's another one that's caught my eye. Good. That's, that's a very good one. I can totally see you having this one too. <laughs> you're, you're horrible. <laughs> You're like such an enabler. It makes me happy when people get more watches. <laughs> I can't have them all, so. They need so you to rely find on a- your friends yes. to get them. <laughs> they nice. need to find a home. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's um, that's a very that's a very good uh, looking one too. It's not really a female dial, but um, it has like that gradient. It's really nice. Those pushers. I I saw your pictures. I'm. I have to see it in person. You know, that gradient dial, we mentioned, because two of the watches that interest me between the Oris Momotaro and the Legend, both of them have like that gradient dial. There's, to me, like there's such depth. Mm, yeah. And I think that's, that's what attracts one, yeah. me to it. Yeah. Yeah. The other nice one in bronze that, I mean, we talked about it last episode is the the Panerai Bronzo. They made one with a green dial and the bronze. Oh, yeah. So, nice. so nice. But it's a very flat um, sim- a little bit similar to the Aquanaut, but it's uh, no texture. It's a very right. flat dial. Um, but that that one and and the bronze, it's so so nice too. Mm-hmm. Um, another one. It's not part of like my favorite. Um, well, it would, but it's not like in the top five, I'd say. But okay. the the Daytona uh, in gold, in yellow gold with the green oh, dial. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's nice. Well, that- that's funny you say that because in my top choices, it wouldn't be the Daytona, hmm. but the one that caught my eye, this is another one that's been discontinued, but I'm a sucker for GMT's number one, but mm. the one in yellow gold um, with that green dial, I think it was discontinued in like 2019. Man, that thing is very cool. The Submariner. Uh, no, no, it's oh, actually the GMT, the GMT, the GMT. Yes, yes, Master yes, yes, 2, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, that would just be kind yeah. of a... Yeah. cool watch to have yeah that's that yeah that one would be really nice um it's a little bulky for me like so if i had to choose between the gmt and the daytona i would pick the daytona um mm-hmm. but that gold on the um on the gmt and even on the sub it's like a good chunk of gold it looks really nice yeah it it weigh you down a little bit yeah yeah for some people if you're not if you're not as robust as me you might end up walking in circles. Just <laughs> now, just kidding. We're gonna edit that out. <laughs> that was actually funny. <laughs> you don't have to edit it. We'll keep it. Were there other ones that you might be interested in adding to your collection if the time, uh, if the opportunity presents yeah. itself? Yeah, definitely. There's quite a few. <laughs> loaded question, Leslie. <laughs> it was loaded. That's why I'm laughing. I'm like, well. Uh, anything green with IWC either on their bronze is nice or their um, 
Portuguese Chrono that has such a nice and vivid um, green. Mm-hmm. So those those are nice, and I'm thinking, um, you know, of those. There is the Grand Seiko, the Toji. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. So the special edition with watches of Switzerland. That dial, oh my goodness, it's gorgeous. The case first. I'm a huge, huge fan of that case. Uh, GMT, so great. I know you have one, the uh, 221, right? Yes, uh, I do. Yeah. And so uh, you know that case is absolutely amazing. But that dial was... Um, so detailed uh, and uh, really changes with light. So I, I know in terms of green, this is, yeah, this one would be part of my top five. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, you've seen it, right? Or you I know? have. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Actually, it was uh, at the store when I was over there this past week. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Very nice. It's a cool piece. I, I mean, if I didn't already have a 221, that would definitely be a solid contender. Yeah. As you said, that Grand Seiko and the complication of it being a GMT, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It's it's a cool, and you know what? I can't even say it's a cool dress watch because it can play off as a casual watch yeah. too, depending oh, upon yeah. what kind of strap you put with oh, it. Oh yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah. What about you? Any other? Any other? I'm not really a green watch guy, so it's not like my list is like you know fifty. <laughs> but I will tell you that looking through watches and being passionate about these watches there are so many green dial watches that to me i would almost consider historic Mm. and a couple of the watches that i think about fall in line with seiko and you guys know i love seiko yeah but like i think about like the seiko prospect the alpinist Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. that alpinist has been out for many many years and that green is one that you know I, i think about the other one too is the sumo and 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 they have a green dial sumo diver and you know when i think about seiko and i think about green those are the two that immediately pop into my head yeah there's also the um i think it's i don't know if it's in the same price range maybe not no cuz oris is a little bit more but you talked about the oris and that big pointer uh, that big crown uh, pointer dates the anniversary edition that's a great one too yeah that's a fantastic that one i've one. seen I, i've seen in person amazing and it's just such a photogenic watch too and i know mm-hmm. there's some of that it's not the only reason i'll pull the trigger on on the watch right but if on top of that you looks it it's a photogenic watch well then it's like it, it's it's a win all you know all the way um because you know we love to take photos of our watches so if on top of that you know you look at it it's great you love it it's you know you, you get all that feelings but if when you take a photo it looks amazing you're like yes uh, and and the auris is definitely one of those yeah and there are some watches out there that are more photogenic than others mm, yeah and so like I, I have not <laughs> okay hopefully you're not mentioning any names or thinking about anybody <laughs> okay <laughs> But yeah, to me, what I like about the Oris is there is such a nice blend between the vintage vibe it gives off and its modern mm-hmm. offering. Yeah. So you're able to get this vintage vibe looking. I, I think about like exactly what you're talking about with like that pointer date with the big crown mm-hmm. pointer date, but also even like the Diver 65s on some of them, they, they have that vintage vibe feel. But you know what? It's got like the technical specs of today. The modern technical yeah. specs, which is perfect. So, you know, the other one too that 
we can't forget mentioning this, but last year Rolex launched a bunch of Oyster Perpetuals, um, and they did come out with a green iteration. True. I think the That's green true. comes out in like a 41 millimeter and a 36 millimeter as well. So, and that one's a deeper green. That's almost like a hunter green. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say like a forest green. Um, yes. And it's, um, it's not shiny, but there's a lot of light. So it's kind of like, a, I mean, I don't want to say matte, um, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have, um, it looks like it's been coated with like a uh, sort of like varnish or like glass, right? So it's very, it's, it's deep green, but it still shows a lot of light. Uh, it's, it's very nice. It's yeah. very nice. It didn't get as much, much traction. At least I'm not reading or seeing it as much as the other color. Um, but it's, um, it's very nice. I've seen it in person. Very, very nice. Which is probably good if you're into the color green. Mm-mm. And you're looking at getting something before St. Patrick's Day. Maybe you can put yourself on a short list and get it pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't know about the availability, but yeah, I would say it's like probably the one that's the most available of them all. I would think so. Yeah. Versus like the the turquoise that they have. Yeah, that one would be the hardest. And then the, uh, you know what, the yellow and the orange too, because a lot of people like to match those with their exotic cars. Um, So those are... Also, uh, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of them, or at least more of them. than. That's interesting. So I, it would not match with my exotic car. <laughs> yep. Nope. Me, me I don't either. I don't have an exotic car. <laughs> Dude, I have to crank up the windows on mine. So yeah, we're very far from. <laughs> exactly. But hey, you know what? It's okay. I like a robust watch too. Like I like a robust car. So. Amen. <laughs> If you if you were to pick, I know it's again like choosing, and and I hate that. But if you were to pick one color for your dial, which one would it be? I love the way you reverse that thing. You reverse that pressure back on me by asking me that question. <laughs> you know, for me, I'm a a simple guy. I've said this over and over again, and I think I would just go with black because if I had one watch, and I had to. You know, wear this watch as a daily. Mm-hmm. I think the black is going to go with everything. Yeah. And so for me, that's probably my choice. What about yourself? I was thinking the same thing too. I was thinking yeah. of black as well. Um, I like a white dial, and it's nice with white dials because then straps also I don't make it pop. Um, mm-hmm. Like any, you can put any kind of straps on a white dial, and it pops more so than a black uh, dial watch. But I think I would have to go with black. And not every black is the same. Uh, you can have like a very shiny black, a matte one, one that's like a little bit more like on the gray side. You have like Vanta black also. That's um, a different kind of black. Some, I mean, you, you can't really be bored either with black at all. Um, and, and I think when I'm, I'm thinking of dials and models or like types of watches or watches I like in general, I think there's more watches that I, that I like that have a black dial than any other dial color. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, even the Reverso, because I was like, well, I love my Reverso. But that 1931 original Reverso, that has mm-hmm. the, it has a black dial. And if I were to have only one Reverso, I would get that one. Um, then, of course, Sub has a black dial. Uh, I, I love blue dials too, very, very much. I think I love blue dials more than white dials. 
but still, if I were to choose, uh, which I'm so glad I don't, we don't have to. Um, it's a lot of pressure. I know. It's a ridiculous amount of pressure. <laughs> I know, just for a watch, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like a life of death situation, but uh, it still feels like a lot of pressure. I, I, yeah, I get, I get the same feeling. Exactly. Hey, Leslie, so I know that you've been in the industry, the watch industry, and you've seen so many different things. With your vast knowledge of various dials, <laughs> do you mind sharing some of the things that you like about the uniqueness of various green dials? I like the, the vast knowledge. Um, thank you. That's very flattering. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but um, I, I've seen... I've seen, yeah, many, many, many watches over the years. And, um, I mean, we're the same. When we go on vacation, we go uh, in, in watch stores. So right. it's not like... It, it, and it's, it's Listen, I don't, I don't even have to be on vacation. I'll still go into a watch store if I can. That's with true. And you're traveling a lot for work. <laughs> right, uh, right. I used to travel quite a bit, too. And, uh, ah, damn, that was uh, the good old times right, where we could uh, travel... As mm -hmm. much as we wanted, but um, yes, and one that's always very that has always been very striking is the malachite dial. So we've seen we see a, a we've seen it um, on the Omega, uh, and I think oh, it's yeah. with a gold case that's beautiful. Piaget, beautiful. Yeah, Piaget makes one that's equally uh, beautiful. Maybe a little bit. I find it a bit more attractive because it's very it's a very slim case, and um, you know it has the. Piaget codes for, for designs, right? So it's, um, for me, it speaks maybe a little bit more, but that Malachite. And the great thing is it can never be the same watch. So you can't have two of the same exact dial because it's a stone. So um, they're each going to be slightly different. So it's very unique. Mm -hmm. So that I, I like that a lot. So there's also Hermes who always comes up with different designs. Uh, they use different materials. They... Um, because, you know, maybe it's their philosophy to be like a little bit more different and more into the arts. Uh, they're sure. always very surprising. And they came out with the uh, Arso Kazakh um, watch. And it's the, so the dial, it shows the outline of a horse. Okay. And uh, they make so many colors. I didn't know that. So you have like basically uh, the colors of, uh, I don't want to compare it to the Rolex Oyster um, perpetual, um, but it was I think in 2008. So they had like a bright blue, a bright green, a bright red, orange one. So that was before. Again, I mean, I don't think there's any influence there at all. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's it's fun to see that you know all these colors, bright colors, and so those they use lacquer and um, they call it Jean uh, Levé. So they have like those outlines also. Um, made some sort of like uh, I don't want to say cut, cut off, um, right. but yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a technique, um, and uh, it makes it a separation between all the parts, and together it forms an image. So yes, lacquer. That's what they they're using for theirs. It's absolutely beautiful, and then it has a little bit um, engraving on top of this, like it's a ch ch chevron mo motif mm -hmm. on it too, so it gives it texture. That's also one that I would totally wear, and uh, maybe more f more of a fashion statement. It has a quartz movement, so mm, 
I mean, I don't want to say I don't want to wear a quartz movement, but not really if I don't have to. There's nothing wrong with quartz. I'm <laughs> just saying. There's nothing wrong with quartz. Not every quartz are the same, though. So we're talking about Grand Seiko quartz. No, it's a totally different level. Um, but I don't know. There's something with quartz, and it always bothered me with with Cartier, for example, that there's just so many quartz models. Like I love the um, what is it called? The um, I love the Tank. The tank, uh, yes, Francaise, or even American, right? But the tank Francaise, right. uh, the medium model, oh, there's only two models, and, and it has a quartz movement in it. And I think that's what prevented me from buying it. It might not prevent me from buying it like forever, because I really, really love this watch. But at the moment when I was hesitating uh, between a, you know, a few and I was, in the, you know, I was ready and I was in the mood to buy a watch... I didn't pick that one simply because, yeah, well, it was one of the negative for me at least. Um, and at that moment, um, maybe at some point, you know, I'll be like, you know what? I love the case so much that whatever. But but I can see them putting quartz in that watch. And the reason why I say that is because I don't think the, of them as a high horology. I think the, of them as like a jeweler and they come up and make a watch. Beautiful case epic right it's a mm. legendary case yeah and it's so plain in design and plain and not a bad way it's yeah. a very um modest design there's no second hands in there so no. why even put an automatic well in that's there? why uh, they also don't put a second hand they don't put the second hand when it's a quart movement yeah so it's true it doesn't really and that's how you kind of recognize them if it doesn't have a second hand you you pretty know for sure that it's it's um it's a quartz, it's a quartz. Yeah. yeah and uh or it could be a manual too uh, but they don't really make a lot of manual movement. They, they've they surprised me in terms of movement. It's true, we think of them more of um, as, you know, a jeweler and, and more of like, you know, thinking of like designs rather than what's inside. But they make some pretty uh, surprising movement, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, different price point. But yeah, they're very, uh, they're, they're getting there. Uh, I mean, they're making in-house movement. I mean, it's, not comparing to be you know negative, but uh, I was I was pleasantly uh, surprised with uh, with Cartier, but still, so many quartz, and I know most women don't care or would prefer a quartz. Um, I don't know if it's because we we were kind of like trained that way, or what's offered to us, you know, in the media or in the stores is quartz, and then in the end, it's like, well, you know, we we're we're trying in seeing them more as accessories instead of like understanding the whole, the whole process or the whole watch in general. Mm -hmm. But still, it's I don't know. I, I, so yeah, so at some point I wanted to buy one, and I'd be like, well, if I buy one, then I'll completely replace the movement, and I'll put like I don't know a generic uh, manual wound movement in my uh, in my tank because I don't know. I'd rather have like a a different movement <laughs> on my car sure. than, than a quartz. It's terrible. I just saw here too that Cartier does make a few different green dial watches since our episode is about green dial watches. I'm trying to bring it back. And there were a few that were actually in the um, Ballon Blue. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they made a green dial Ballon Blue? Oh. There is one in that. Oh. And then also there's the, I'm going to butcher this, but it's the Rotonde de Cartier. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, um, I haven't really thought about checking them for green dials and they do it at you know they do it at that level like it's a different it's i hate saying it but it looks more fashionable yeah um, 
some of them are in gold. Some of them have a bezel filled with diamonds. And so oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They'll put some emeralds too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's beautiful. But yeah, that's yeah. more like a unique, either limited edition or just like a, a unique piece. Right. Right. It's not going to be part of their, you know, normal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's attracting as many people um and we don't really see them in advertisement unless it's like you know with a bronze and it's a very popular but even so even if it's a popular uh, you know brand or case or i don't see a lot of green dial being advertised at the exception of moser mm-hmm. moser is probably the only one that's advertising green um and they kind of i don't know are they making it a sort of trademark or something I don't know. I th- I think that that's just what they're wanting to be known for. Yeah. That, their their sense of branding. Yeah. Yeah. Branding. That's more like yeah. They do make some beautiful dials. Yeah, for sure. Moser. Um. So basically, what started this episode? Yes, we did an episode on on blue dials, right? So why not continue with other colors? Um. But it wasn't really something like we thought about, like continuing with other dial colors. We had like something completely different plan for for episode fifteen, but when um, we when we read that Patek Philippe was discontinuing their 5711 uh, and they might be replacing it with the 6711 in titanium, you know, a lot of like people had a lot of opinion. And I started seeing um, a sort of like darker green dial on a titanium case and bracelet. And um, I think it was with, with Andres. Um, he was like, well, here's your... Uh, here's your next topic for your next episode. You know, you can talk about green dials. And Andres is such a huge fan of green dial watches, like such, such a big fan. Right. That um, we were, you know, we started talking about it and I'm like, you know what, maybe that would be, that would be something really cool to, uh, to discuss. And um, I think that's how it all started. Then, you know, obviously with Ernesto, we, uh, we started, uh, you know, looking at green dial watches and um, it could be a trend, that we're seeing again, like we said, with with the Hulk all of a sudden being in such a high demand, and because you can't have it, everyone wants it, and everyone starts paying attention to green dial watches, right? Or it could be something that's here to stay, and that's slowly going to be part of um, of brands, you know, like their core collection. Uh, and I, yes, it could become part of their core collection. I'm thinking maybe bronze case with with a dark green dial is here to stay for sure and i don't think that's just a trend i think um because more and more brands are offering it and uh, it's becoming like accepted to have this in your collection and people are paying more and more attention um that that yes i think this is here to stay i don't know about the bright green Um, maybe you can find you know a few but i don't think it's going to be part of of a brand's core collection um, I don't know if it sells or if it attracts that much for it to be like that. Well, only time I think is going to tell whether or not that um, the bright green is going to pick it up. But you did answer my question with regards to do you think this is going to be a trend or do you think that this is going to be something for here to stay? In my opinion, I think it's here to stay. Mm. There are enough brands out there that have provided various iterations of green that have really caught the attention of many of the watch consumers out there. And so I think it's going to stay. And I love the fact that 
the definition of green to somebody is different. It's like mm. the definition sure. of blue. Yeah. And so when you look at the green, man, I think about a company like Bell and Ross and how military, mm. the, the yeah. green looks, right? It's like an army camouflage kind yeah. of green. And, and when Moser talks about green, it's different color green. And so sure. there are so many different options out there for green. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a trend. I think it's just it's just going to hang on at this point. I, yeah, I think so. I think so. Everyone is going to have their own green. And uh, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have like choice and options. And uh, maybe with women buying more and more watches. And now they're uh, finally, uh, they're talking about not using gender. <clears throat> Sorry. Finally, they're talking about not using gender uh, to describe watch categories. So it's not going to be men and well, it was never really men and ladies' watches. It was more like ladies' watches and everything else in other categories, like pilots, right. divers, any, anything else, really. So, But it's really nice that it's reaching out a, a broader audience. And we'll, we might see green staying and um, changing over time and not being such a... Um, I don't want to say ostentatious, but sometimes like when it's a really bright green, it, I don't see a lot of like guys being comfortable, at least for now. But who knows down the road, hopefully this will change too. And there's just enough choices out there for uh, for us to express our own personality, right? Yeah, I definitely agree. And I like the way the watch industry is going with regards to not genderizing mm. it basically. And if you, if you want a different size offering, well, there's 36 millimeter. If you want yeah. a larger size, there's 40 to 42 or more. And so that's, that's really cool. And if you think about it, while it seems like the watch community is still predominantly male mm. right now, there are so many options for women. I think there are more options for women than there are for guys because there is a ladies category mm -hmm. that they can pick from. Specifically, it would mm -hmm. be hard for me to wear a 26 millimeter diamond up uh, watch, right? Mm -hmm. Some ladies I know of like potentially putting on a 47 millimeter Panerai, right? Yes. So so that that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. there's so many options for ladies. I'm hoping that you know, we kind of break through that gender mold and more women end up getting into the watch community and, you know, driving that industry yeah. to be more open-minded about what they're offering. Yeah. Yeah. I've always, I mean, said that, and I know a lot of ladies in this industry, oh, you know, have been seeing this for, for a long time, but it's such a missed opportunity to not target women more. And I'm not saying by that, that you know, advertise in the classic sense with diamonds, a small watch, and a, and a flawless lady who's generally like very white and even like whiter than white, right? Uh, she's so cliche on those photos and it's just like, oh, there's, I don't know. Um, I was talking to, you know, people from Panerai one day and I'm like, well, why don't we put like a, uh, a lady, you know, um, racer there wearing a freaking Panerai um, why would it be, you know, such a bad thing? There's a lot of like, or even like Ronda Rousey, when she was really at the top of her game, she could totally rock a Panerai. I mean, next to Sylvester Stallone, well, hell yeah. Sure. And, and it wouldn't diminish the watch in any way. It would just be like more like, hey, well, you know, there are women like her who loves, you know, a good fight. And um, they're still women, but it's not in the maybe traditional sense of like what 
the majority of people still think, which I don't think people think that anymore, but um, why, why not? And there, I don't know if there's a fear from, um, you know, from their customers to all of a sudden be like, well, I don't want to buy this watch because, you know, it's worn by... I, I, don't, I don't know, or if it's they're just too traditional. But yeah, um, it's really, I mean, a missed opportunity. And I think with like color dial, at least um, we can see um, there's a lot that can change uh, if, if all of a sudden, yeah, there's um, no stigma behind gender and, and watches. So... Agree. That's cool. Agree. Yeah. But we're very spoiled as women. We can have access to everything, honestly. And, we, and we don't really feel... I don't think we feel as bad. I mean, I think we feel more comfortable wearing a, like a 47 millimeter Panerai or like a big, big watch or a much bigger watch than traditionally women were mm -hmm. wearing than a guy wearing a smaller, dentier watch. I don't think guys are comfortable going that way. And I honestly, in a way, I don't understand why they want to do that because I don't find those watches attractive but at the end you know to each his own right that's true uh, yeah. so I think there's like more women yeah being attracted to uh, and, and comfortable wearing yeah big watches uh, and that's really cool so I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, see where it's going in terms of like you know green dial watches obviously because that's what we're talking on this episode and we kind of like green, green dial watches too so uh, yeah there might be some uh might be at least another green dial watch coming into my collection in the future. Who yeah, knows, right? It's, it's I'm sure there'll machine. be another one from you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag enabler. <laughs> well, or is it the new uh, Sermet? I don't know. I'm, I like it very much too. Same thing. I've had it on the wrist. Looks great. But I still like the Hulk better. I don't know. It still speaks to me more. Or, or the original Kermit, but with like that bezel that faded a little and the green is like really like lime green. I haven't had a chance to see the new Sermit, the new ceramic Kermit in the, on the wrist. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I was going to say in the metal, but I haven't not seen that yet live. So I can't make a decision on that. I know I've seen the Hulk. I did. I did. I like that piece. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you'll like it too. I think you'll like it too. Yeah, it's it's a bright, but it's really again, it's not as bright as the uh, as the as the the Hulk. Uh, and I thought it was cool that Rolex made something so almost flashy um, like that. I think it was really cool, and it was looking great with a suit. And I've seen so many guys wearing suit, black suit, blue suits, any suit really with that with that watch. It just looked really, really cool. And all of a sudden they became a little bit more conservative again. Uh, and, and, you know, that bezel is green, sure, but it's still kind of like a, 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 a little bit more of a dull green and the, the dial's black. So My opinion about green watches is if you're going to wear a green watch, you're not meant, you're not trying to make it blend in. You're trying to make it pop. So, yeah. To me, it's kind of like you're doing that to go ahead and have people look at your wrist a little bit. So, And I get that. Well, definitely with the one you're wearing today, people will look at your wrist. That's for sure. I could stop planes with this thing. Anyway. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, I think. Uh, do you have anything else to, to add about? Uh, I think we covered it all, right? I'm tapping out from the topic of green. <laughs> but I really did enjoy our conversation. And. and you know, preparing for this um, episode has really caught, you know, allowed me to look at various watches that I wouldn't think about before. So very yeah, cool. Thank yeah, you for yeah, that. Same. Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, for 
all our listeners, please don't forget to uh, send us your, your questions. We, uh, our Q&A will be uh, next week. So we'll have like another, uh, we're, we're trying to do that every, you know, once every month at the end of the month. So if you have any questions in regards to almost any topic, <laughs> please send them our way. And uh, like we did le- last month, we're going to be so happy answering this question. We still have questions that we have yet to answer. So yes. rest assured, we haven't forgotten that they are, you know, they are there. Um, we're going to address them first. And uh, any other questions about, yeah, any uh, topic rat related, um, please definitely uh, send them our way uh, so we can make sure we uh, we can talk, you know, we can answer them. Absolutely. It's a treat for us to listen to you guys and listen to what your questions are. And we appreciate the engagement that you guys provide us with. So please send your questions and uh, we look forward to answering them. Yeah. Well, Leslie, again, thank you for taking some time today to go ahead and talk about the color green and how it is with uh, with watches. Uh, this is probably a good spot to go ahead and wrap things mm-hmm. up. And I just want to take this time to go ahead and thank our listeners for spending time with us on Bezel Banter. Please hit the show notes for more details and links. You can follow us on Instagram. Leslie is at Ladies Wrist and I'm at Ernesto Guapo 72. Uh, you can also follow the show at Bezel Banter Media. Uh, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to reach out to us either on Instagram or using bezelbanter at gmail.com. And please subscribe and review wherever you find your podcast because it truly helps us out. Additionally, you can grab this episode and other episodes at www.bezelbanter.com. Thanks again, and we look forward to catching up with you soon next week on another episode of Bezel Banter. Thank you. Thank you.